Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to teach you how to be the most productive version of you possible. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to my live monthly training. On October 16th, I'm going to be talking all about the power and the how of routines. Now, to register, just click the link in the show notes or the banner of my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. On the show today, Tim James from Chemical Free Body. You most likely have no idea how many chemicals you are not only consuming via food and drink, but also breathing in. This is an incredible episode that's going to talk to you about all these chemicals, but most importantly, what you can do to rid your body of these chemicals. Enjoy my very enlightening conversation with Tim James. Tim, welcome to the show. Mark, thanks for having me on, brother. Now, I got to tell you, we're, we're doing this on a video uh, Zoom, but this is an audio podcast. Your shirt says, love when you poop. Now, I got to ask you, um, you, that must be one heck of a uh, conversation started when you go out in public. Yeah, actually, people really love this shirt. They want to, they want to order it. They want to buy it, especially when we do. I have, I bought these. My whole team wears them when we do. Um, <laughs> like if we go to like, you know, Veg Fest and we have a booth and we're sampling our products or doing that kind of stuff, people come up and like, everybody wants to buy the shirt. They love it. <laughs> so before you give us the background of that shirt and what it means, who is Tim and what do you do? Well, um, just an average guy that grew up over on uh, a cattle and hay farm in eastern Oregon. I hunted and fished a lot. Um, meat was a huge part of my life growing up. We, I probably kept about five freezers full of it. And, and you know, we had our own meat saws and grinders and all that stuff. And then uh, I played baseball at a high level for 30 years. And then fast forward, I, you know, I'd, I'd done a few different uh, careers and found myself at age 37. I was a financial advisor, independent. Uh, a couple kids, mortgage, wife, doing, <laughs> <laughs> but I was still, I was still consuming the standard American diet. And um, I finally got to the point where I was really rotting from the inside out and I didn't know what was going on. I tried five meals a day and, you know, all these different things and books. I was trying to be healthy. I always considered myself an athlete, still do. Thank God I was able to recapture that. But um, what happened was, is like my, my energy just started going down and then my mental clarity wasn't good and I started sleeping poorly and then I gained weight. So I ended up 38 pounds overweight. Then I started getting eczema on both of my elbows and my left knee and I got really bad. So that the point where they were cracking and bleeding on my shirts and I had to, you know, stop wearing white shirts because it would just destroy them. Wow. Um, I, I bleed on people's couches at their house and it's embarrassing. Oh my uh, my knee was terrible. I'd bump into a coffee table and it was like somebody stabbed me with an ice pick because it was like a thick skin lizard layer of skin in there. And, and it was very painful. Um, and then I had another skin issue on my back and my shoulder. Like it was like a growth, like this fat stuff bubbling up was nasty. So as, as you can imagine, now I got this, I'm an athlete my whole life. And now I got this big, huge belly. I'm all inflamed. I'm, I'm, I'm bloated. And I've got all these, I'm, I look like a, like a freaking lizard, you know? <laughs> It's bleeding. And then I started bleeding rectally. So I was pooping rocks. Ooh. That's why I say love when you poop, because I I didn't enjoy pooping for almost three years, two and a half, three years, because every time I had to go to the bathroom, I'm like, oh, God, because it was like oh. extreme pain and then blood would come out. Mm. And I'm a guy and I would just like, I, I hope that goes away, you know. Mm. 
back to work, acid reflux really bad. I was eating Tums and Rolades. Doctor wanted me to go on Prilosec. And um, finally, we were on a trip um, in northern Peru, just south of Tumbes in Ecuador. And beautiful beaches, uh, wonderful um, the seashells looked like they, they should have been in the Smithsonian. I mean, nobody's touching these beaches. They're beautiful. And um, <clears throat> I basically had to be life driven in the middle of the night, six hours on this bumpy ass road, wow. all the way down to Peora in, um, uh, and then to a hospital. Then they doped me up to get me to the hospital in Lima because my wife's um, dad at the time was a, he ran a big clinic. So and I landed, went right into surgery. <sighs> And got an organ removed, destroyed the whole trip for my my friends and my family. And Mark, that's when I learned that, you know, my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around mm. me, right? So, but then I came back and I still didn't know what to do. So fast forward, my buddy Charles at age 43 gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia and drops the bomb on me. And I just lost a buddy on my baseball team at age 40, Kalei Mahoy, to uh, like stomach cancer. He died 80 pounds under his weight, did hospice, chemo, all that stuff. Horrible. We did a fundraiser because he didn't have insurance. Left three little boys behind, ages 6 to 17. So all of a sudden, you know, my grandma died of brain cancer. Then my aunt got skin cancer. And then Kalei died of uh, cancer. And then Charles gets cancer. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm starting to freak out. These are people my age. So Charles says, hey, um, I don't, I want to see my son graduate. I want to see, I want to go see Charlie at, um, you know, father son weekend and, and when he goes to college. So I'm going to fly to this place in Florida called the Hippocrates Health Institute. They're an old 60 year old at the time, like detox and nutrition clinic. They basically put you on healthy foods and juices and stuff like that. And they teach you 40 hours of lectures a week for three weeks in this life transformation program. And he said, well, you go with me uh, to support me. And I'm like, yeah, man, whatever you need. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So here I am, the big hunter, the meat eater, uh, you know, and um, ego. And I get there. And on the plane flight there, he's like, oh, by the way, there's no meat. There's no dairy. There's no salt. There's no sugar. Nothing's cooked over 115 degrees. There's no vinegar. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and now I'm, I'm now I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what is going on here? And I'm literally freaked out. Like, but the only, there's no way I would have set foot in that place except my buddy was dying. And I thought he was gonna, I thought he was a goner, but I was just trying to support him. So I'm like, how could this little podunk place in Florida help him? You know, if they've got billions of dollars racing for the cure and it's been going on. So, I mean, I, I didn't know anything about this stuff back then. So I didn't know it was all a big sham. We go there. And I took a class. The first class was called internal awareness, Mark. And this doctor comes out and this guy is fit. He's got muscles busting out of his shirt. I mean, just uh, unbelievable. And he starts lecturing on us from the time you eat food, what happens until the time it exits your body. And I was blown away. And he was trying to sell us on the fact that we have six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in our colon. That's what the average person's carrying around. That has harmful organisms in it, like viruses and bacteria and molds and yeast and fungus and parasites. And it's a breeding ground for car- for cancer, mm-hmm. right? So much colon cancer today because your, your colon is dehydrated. It's impacted with nasty funk and gunk and junk. So um, he's trying to sell us on doing a colonic or colon hydrotherapy, which is one of the services that was complimentary with your purchase at the life transformation program deal. And I elbowed Charles and I said, man, I come here to help you. I I ain't going to do that deal. And then, but three and a half hours later, when this guy gets done talking, I was the first one signing up on the list. The next day I go there, they weigh me. I go in, it's an hour long treatment. And for those of you listening, if you're not familiar with colon hydrotherapy or colonics, same thing, you basically sit on a small tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of you and it cleans your colon. I mean, that's as simple as it is. Mm -hmm. It's like roto rooter for the body. And, um, 
I did it, and an hour later, I got weighed again. Mark, I dropped 10 pounds wow. in one hour. So he was right, between 6 to 12 pounds. The record at that place was one lady. I think she had like 26 or 28 Whoa. pounds she in Holy one cow. session. So then I do this, and we, we, we're eating all these green juices twice a day and living foods and sprouts and sprouted nuts and sprouted seeds and sprouted greens and sprouted beans and waters and lemons and wheatgrass juice. And they had us putting wheatgrass juice rectally two, three times a day, implanting it, especially, and they had us doing enemas. So every day you're just cleaning your colon, cleaning your colon. And we kind of made a game out of it. And we were seeing who could hold the wheatgrass the longest. And we were timing each other and they had money going and betting and oh my goodness, uh, <laughs> having a good, trying to make fun of it. Cause it's like, this is weird stuff. I mean, yeah. you, normal people aren't usually doing these things, but everybody at the Institute, every corner, every bathroom, everybody's doing enemas and they're cleaning up the body and you're just giving yourself self-love, self-care. Well, I get, I go through this healing crisis. I'm irritable. I got night sweats. I, I, I'm miserable. Um, I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue from all the heavy metals coming out of my body. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope this goes away soon. And they said on Thursday or Friday, usually you'll wake up and you'll feel like completely better. And I'm like, oh, please be tomorrow. Please not wait till Friday. And I woke up Thursday morning. We did our routine, did the wheatgrass, did the sauna. We worked out. We did the hot cold plunge seven times, did all these things, green juices. And we were walking back to our hacienda. And I looked at Charles. I'm like, do you feel as good as I do? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm 19 years old again. I mean, I had energy in my brain and my arms. My, I felt so good. I said, dude, you're going to beat this cancer. You're going to beat. You know what? I'm going to give up all meat. I'm going to do this whole program with you, except for bacon. <laughs> I was going to keep. The, I'm going to keep that. And then on the way home, I read a book called The China Study, and then I. Um, and then there was like this story about these Korean soldiers that came back that were killed in combat, and they dissected their hearts, and 73.6 percent of them had severe onset of heart disease. Wow. It was from the overconsumption of meat products. And here I am, Mister Meathead. So I'm like, I gave that up too. And I did that for eight and a half years. I, I still do it a little bit. I'll, you know, if you catch a salmon, give me a piece of smoked salmon, I'll bless it. Thank you. And I'll eat it. But it's, I, I'm not a freak about it like I used to be. So anyway, we come home and I get involved in this and we follow the lifestyle. Um, Charles and I, before he healed cancer, we finished the 2012 Portland Marathon. It was his idea. It was an epic moment. I was tears and it was amazing. And he healed himself of his uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, or this wow. rare blood cancer that was supposedly incurable. And I transformed my life. I, within 60 days, I lost all the weight. My eczema on my elbows was gone. That fat thing on my back was gone. And in eight months, the big patch on my knee was gone. And I've been able to maintain this for 10 years. And then I started teaching classes at home. Uh, we've had over close to four or 5,000 people to our home teaching proper juicing classes and living food dinners and education on proper detox. I started speaking at hospitals and churches and, and apartment complexes or people have groups at their homes. And I was just going crazy for five and a half years with no business, still doing financial advising. And then my little brother got killed in a mountain biking accident. And then I started questioning life and everything. And I was very upset and, you know, I wasn't stupid. I wasn't punching doors and walls, but I would walk by my bed and just slam my bed like the Hulk. Just so mad. I was so mad. I lost my little brother and because we had all the, so much fun together and, and we had plans for farming. And, and um, finally I looked up one day and I was like, Troy, what do you want me to do? And he's like, do what you love and do it now. So I picked up my phone and I called Jeff, my mentor in the financial services industry, who I was in business with. I was going to take over his practice because he was getting ready to retire. And I said, I'm out. 
And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm out. I'm getting out of the financial services industry. He's like, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go help people with their health. That's what I'm going to go do. And he's like, well, how are you going to make money? I'm like, I have no idea, but I'm out. My little brother's dead and that could have been me. And I am not going to waste one more second of my life doing, I'll figure it out. I'll just, I'll figure it out. That's what I'll do. So I bought a big dry erase board and I started writing ways of doing it. And I just started coaching people and I coached people for free for two and a half years and lived off my savings because I was a saver. And then I started this business and um, we started coaching people. And then we wow. ended up um, through frustration doing all this homework for my private coaching students, trying to find something. Well, let, let me interrupt you because you've been going for like 12 minutes straight. And I want yeah, to, sorry, I, got, man. I got some of the questions here. <laughs> this is supposed to be an interview, not a, uh, uh, not the Tim James show, but uh, <laughs> I, you, a lot of, a lot of gold there. And I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was waiting for you to take a breath, but apparently you have big lung capacity. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the, it's from the yoga brother. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So a couple of things I want to go back on to is the, point you made a while ago, uh, the poor health affects more than just you. And I, I want people to understand that. So if you're sitting down, you're not getting any exercise, you're eating all these uh, ice creams and, and ho-hos and donuts and all the soda pop, that doesn't just affect you. It affects everyone that you that you love, everyone in your family. And I really want people to understand that. So if you say, I don't care about my health, well, do you care about your loved ones? Do you care about your friends? Because it does affect that. And something else you talked about is when you talk about the standard American diet, which I think is interesting, it's sad, uh, very uh, apropos there, but you're rotting from the inside out. And we are, we are a culture where we're looking for the magic diet, the magic pill. What is the one thing I can do that's going to take me six seconds a day and I can have a body fit and trim? Unfortunately, that doesn't exist. And I want people to understand you went through a lot when you went down to this place down in Florida. You went and got all the toxins out of your body and your company's all about chemical free body. And we have so much stuff in our bodies right now that we don't even realize because we're just consuming all this crap in, in the supermarket and stuff like that. We don't sit there and go, okay, how is this going to affect my health? And so I really appreciate you bringing this to light here on the show. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. All your listeners have to do to find out how bad it is, just type in umbilical cord and chemical, those three words into your browser, and you'll find the studies going back to 2005 that every time they test the umbilical cord blood of young babies and young mothers, the healthiest of all of us, supposedly, um, for they're finding over 250 of the 400 chemicals they look for and 180 caused cancer Whoa. and 212 caused developmental and brain disorders and, and neural issues. And um, we have over 100,000 toxic chemicals in the market. And they make 2,000 new ones every year and only one quarter of 1% are tested. In fact, wow. yesterday on, on, my, on my podcast, The Health Hero Show, I had on Dr. Tom O'Brien and he brought it to my attention. He said there's 27 trillion pounds of chemicals that are either manufactured or brought into the United States every year. That's right, every 20, year? 27 trillion, which means each human being, each American, has 247 pounds of toxins that are either manufactured or brought into the United States daily per person. Wow. It is a tremendous, it is a what the scientists refer to as a body burden. And if you don't have a game plan for this, because the scientists, it, 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 it destroys your immune system. It destroys your cells. I mean, so you're not going to be as energetic and happy and you're not going to feel as good. And for all the people out there, like when we help people get the toxins out, like I did, they come back to life, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a weight on them yes. and they just, you can't see it because that's the problem. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. One of the things I started doing last September is I only drink water. 
That's all I drink. I drink mountain spring water here in Houston, Texas. That's all I drink. People go, isn't it get boring? If you get the right kind of water, it, it tastes delicious. And here's the yeah. thing. The body doesn't have to break down water. When you have soda or coffee or milk, the body's got to break that down, which takes energy. So I only drink water. And I can tell you for me, no scientific uh, evidence here, but for me, since I only drink water, I feel much better. Now, I don't drink as much. Some days I drink more water than others. I should be drinking 96 ounces based on my, my weight every day. And I'm, I've tried it. But all I do is drink water. Now, I do will slip up and have ice cream from now and then. But I, I'm trying to take better care of myself. And the main reason why is my mother's mother uh, died of Alzheimer's. My mother has late onset Alzheimer's. She's a three-year-old trapped in a 76-year-old body. And I, as her only child, I got a chance to talk to her neurologist. And I said, is there anything I can do? to maybe mitigate the chance of me getting Alzheimer's. He goes, yes, we've been telling the people, everyone who listened to us in the beginning of time, diet, exercise, and sleep. If you eat the right stuff, if you're exercising, and if you get enough sleep. And I look back at my grandmother and my mom, exercising back then, if you weren't an athlete, you didn't exercise. They ate a whole bunch of high carb, high starch, you know, high sugar stuff. And, you know, they slept like six hours a night. And that's a direct tribute to your health. So I'm trying, of course, there's no guarantees, but I'm trying to do whatever I can to take care of myself. So maybe if I get Alzheimer's, it's going to be pushed on later because my mom got it when she was about 65. My grandmother got it when she was about 75. Then if I take care of myself, there's a chance I can push that down the road or maybe not even get it. Probably not even get it if you if you keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, we have people, we deal with a lot of people with uh, memory loss, dementia, Alzheimer's, and people think that these things are incurable. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be. We don't make claims. No, I can't heal anybody. People have to heal themselves. But, you know, if they're early or moderate stage, they can halt it and in a lot of cases reverse that stuff. If they're late stage and they're in a wheelchair drooling, then you know, you can stop the progression, but what's the point? Because yeah. what we talked about earlier, it's like your poor health doesn't affect just you. When you, you, you become a, you know, and you're a man and you're a 200 pound man or a 250 pound man, and all of a sudden your 150 or hundred pound wife is trying to take care of you and you can't move anymore. You know, you're just, you, she ends up dying before you do. Yeah. The caretakers end up dying because it's a tremendous amount of burden and stress and they weren't planning on that. So that's why it's so important to take care of yourself. So for Alzheimer's and dementia and memory loss, the, the first thing is, you know, cleaning all these toxins, getting all this stuff out. Aluminum toxicity is a major problem. It's directly linked to this kind of stuff. So we have all of our clients get rid of their aluminum cookware and start taking um, a talk. We have a toxin detox product that pulls it out because these chemtrails that are up there, they're putting nano sized aluminum particles. They go up your nose and your orifactory nerve and into your brain and they destroy your brain. So you want to sweep those out. Um, and then sugar is one of the worst things yes. for memory loss, period. So yep. pastas convert to sugar, rice converts to sugar, yep. oatmeal converts to sugar. Um, you got sugar, fruit, sugary drinks, fruits, and all these things. You know, my grandpa got Alzheimer's and that's why I um actually the reason why we have that toxin detox product, because when I found out about it, I'm like, I am not getting Alzheimer's because it was terrible. Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out my website, MrProductivity.com, for the date of my next live training to get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned, we talked about it before we went live, about meat. And 
Uh, I live in a very interesting house. It's just my wife and I. I'm a vegetarian. She is only a carnivore. And we got to the point now, we just agree to disagree on this stuff because, you know, she's not going to convince me. I'm not going to convince her. I don't think an all meat diet is good for you. I think you need to have plants and vegetables. She disagrees. She talks about the carbs and stuff like that. Maybe she'll listen to this episode. I don't know. But you, you have some thoughts on, on meat. So share, share with us what those thoughts are. Well, the first thing about me, and you have to understand, this is from a guy who hunted and fished his whole life. I have hundreds, tens of, I mean, thousands of dollars worth of equipment, guns and, and all this stuff, right? And my buddies, it's fun. We, we used to do that. So um, with that said, what, I've, what we've learned is when you have 27 trillion pounds of toxic chemicals, pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, chemical fertilizers, jet fuel, I mean, all these things coming in, these plastics, they bioaccumulate in the animals. Because I remember when I was talking to Dr. Clement at the Hippocrates Health Institute, and I said, hey, look, I don't eat that store-bought stuff. I said, I go, we have our own Hereford cattle. We don't inject them with hormones. We don't give them antibiotics. They're eating grass and alfalfa. And the deer and elk that I eat are wild. And he says, well, Tim, where do those deer and elk go at nighttime? And I said, well, they go out in the farmer's fields and eat. He said, do those farmers spray those fields? And I was like, well, some of them do. And he goes, well, even if they didn't, um, a farmer 30 miles away could spray their field. And there's this little thing called wind. Mm-hmm. He said that will bring those chemicals over. He goes, you know, there's, there's chemicals 1,500 miles into the interior in pristine lakes. So much so that the little two and two and a half inch fish today have both male and female organs from the estrogen mimickers from plastics. Wow. So these little fish are turning into hermaphrodites and there's no farm 1500 miles away. Okay. So he puts this into, into context for me. I'm like, Oh my God, because that's what we do. We get up in the morning and when the animals were leaving the farmer's fields and going back to the forest, we would, we would shoot them. So I'm like, Oh my God. And he said, those chemicals bioaccumulate in the fat and the muscle tissue during that animal's lifetime and they never leave. So when you're having your steak or your tuna or your this or that tuna is like one of the worst. Um, you're, you're consuming all the toxic chemicals in the lifetime of that animal. And then when you go to the ocean, it gets even worse because not only do you have the bioaccumulation of that individual species, but you have the biomagnification because the food chain is so diverse and so big there. The little creature gets eaten by the bigger creature, gets eaten by mm. the bigger creature. So you're, each little creature, is, it's, it's like magnifying. So that, that's why the bluefin tunas are so um, – toxic today with full with mercury and cadmiums and leads and nickels. Um, and then for all the manufacturing waste and then the pesticides, fungicides, herbicides. And then what they found out now is that even after, um, uh, after the cooking process, 74% of the parasites are not dying. So people wow. are, there's about 10,000 parasite eggs per square inch of sushi or whatever you want to call it. Wow. That's so I'm not, Hope, hope, yeah, no, hope no one's having a burger when they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it freaked me out, too, because I saw the photos. Like I said, they taught us at educational school, and they dissected some fish, fresh fish, and they looked at it under a microscope, and you see all these, like, parasites and worms, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, because fishing is, like, one of the most important things in my life. I mean, I left there. I, I left that institute very, very scared and very upset about everything because it was like, it was my whole life was turned upside down, but I've learned to come out of it. I've learned to meet people where they're at and we gently help people um, learn this process and not f- go into freak out mode because that we don't want people to stress because stress is the number one killer period. Yes. You have to stay a stressless life. You have to be calm in the eye of the storm. Yes. So, Give us your thoughts on supplements. You had alluded to me earlier uh, before we started recording that 
dangerous, the dangerousness of, is that a word, dangerousness? The supplements. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it didn't sound right saying dangerousness, but supplements, what are I your thoughts it. about, what about supplements? Well, when I came back from Hippocrates, I was so excited about this whole foods plant-based diet. I'm like, I'm going to heal myself with this because I felt so darn good. And I'm like, I don't need supplements, you know, and I never really, never done them before. Um, but what I found out was, is that the 85% of our soil has been farmed out right? There's no 85% of nutrients is gone. So if it's not in the soil, it's not going to be in the plant that you're eating or the animal that ate the plant. So we're deficient and we're at literally 85% deficient. So I literally juiced myself back to health, but I was growing huge trays of sprouts and juicing sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts and cucumber and celery. That was the Hippocrates green juice, basically this living sprout juice. It's so powerful. And I still have tons of sprouts growing today. I have my sprout. They call me the sprout guy or whatever, but anyway, <laughs> I got grass man, you know, I got them all <laughs> the green guru. I have all these, my clients <laughs> call me all these funny names. So um, anyway, so um, uh, we, uh, I, I started getting some supplements for, for myself and for other people. And I started feeling a little bit better and um, I took it up a notch or so. Right. And then I do all this research, you know, I, I check every ingredient because they taught us that at the Institute. I call these companies and what's this and what's that. And, on hold and, you know, it took a lot of effort and I would do it for my coaching students. And then one day I'm, I had this protein powder and I looked on it and it's all of a sudden there was a new ingredient on there. I was like, what's that? Xanthan gum? And I'm looking it up. I'm like mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria used as an emulsifier. So what it's used as is so people shake up their drink. It doesn't settle because Americans, God forbid, they have to shake their drink two or three times <laughs> while they're drinking it. So, you know, and I'm just like, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, I am not putting that in my body. So I had to call my clients and say, stop buying that product. Look, check your label. Make sure if you have the new bottle, don't do it. And then start happening again and again. And finally, I'm like, that's it. I called this guy, started manufacturing my own stuff. This was our first product was this green 85 juice formula because a lot of people would buy juicers because I'm very convincing because I had their story. Charles healed himself juicing. But a lot of people a month later, the juicer would be under the countertop because they didn't like to clean the darn thing. Uh, and it was it could be expensive. It's because if you buy the vegetables, it's seven, eight, nine bucks a pop to make the juice. So with this, they can get it under two dollars. And it's scoop, water, shake, drink, one minute, out the door, gone, and boom, and it works pretty darn good. So it's a super concentrated green juice. So that's what, that's how um, – and then the other thing is is that um, – so first off, 85% of the supplements on the market are owned by pharmaceutical companies. They're pure chemicals, pure. Most people don't know that. That's a large amount of them, right? Yeah. So they get you with the drugs or they get you with the supplements, and they put a nice little fancy label on it. They call it natural. Natural for 70 years means that up to 90% of the product can be – synthetic only 10% has to be natural for them to put natural on the label. So if you ever see the word natural or natural flavors, don't walk, run to the door because you're putting a toxic acid-based chemical made from crude oil into your body and will destroy your immune system over time. So now let's say you um uh so 90 and then on top of it there's other independent people doing it. So 92 91 to 92% of all supplements are pure synthetics. So you got about 8% left that are whole food. But those whole food supplements, then you have to look at the other ingredients. What are they doing? Because they, you and I, let's say we start a supplement company. We got a great formula. We got a good formula. We're like, all right. And we send it off to a company to manufacture it for us. They are going to put binders, fillers, and flow agents to get it to anti-cake their machines for production that are on the on level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list. Things like uh, magnesium stearate or silicon dioxide or dicalcium phosphate. Mm. These are common binders, fillers, and flow agents that are toxic that are put into your supplements today. So on all of our labels, we have in big red 
um, letters, no magnesium stearate, no silicon dioxide, no dicalcium phosphate. So we're actually trying to educate and teach people. All we want you to have and all the body really wants is real food and real herbs and none of the other uh, you know, BS that they're putting in there. Wow. That's very sobering. Thank you. I'm going to, I use a, um, what do I use? I take a men's 50 plus supplement. Oh, what's the name of the company? Can't, uh, where's my phone? Oh, my phone's plugged in. Um, what is it called? Well, here, I think it's wait, called nature's so, nature's Valley or something like that. Nature, nature's way or something. Yeah. I think it's what it's called. I, I have to look at the yeah, ingredients. So a, I never thought about that. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of them. The easiest way is like if you're taking a multivitamin, go right to the vitamin C section. And if in parentheses behind it, it says absorbic acid, you know you're consuming synthetics. That's a synthetic derivative made from crude oil, acid-based. It doesn't work well with your carbon-based body. What it should say is vitamin C and then parentheses behind it from the arceola cherry or from the camu camu berry or even better from the amla berry. Then you know you have a whole food source. Then you have to go down below, check the other ingredients, and make sure there's no magnesium stearate, no silicon dioxide, no dicalcium phosphate, no silica, any of that stuff. Well, I'm soon we're done recording. I'm going to go check my bottle because I you got me thinking now. Okay, the final <laughs> thing we're going to talk about before we wrap up the show, you have four core secrets that you told me that anyone can do at home, and I really want people. Anyone, anytime someone listens to one of my podcasts, I want them to take action. I don't want them to go, wow, Tim gave us a lot of information. I want them to do something. So what are your four core secrets? Well, here's the action steps. So remember I told you all those people I got convinced to buy a juicer. Mm -hmm. I went and interviewed a hundred of them and they said they need something simple. They need a plan and they need it to be easy. So I went back to the drawing board. I said, what are the most best things that people could do that wouldn't cost anything that would produce the biggest results in their life and what I've learned? Number one was... Uh, core secret number one was drinking half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily, which is what you're doing. Yeah. And you're doing a darn good job of it. So I commend you for that because that's awesome. And you've said you feel great doing it, right? Yep. yep. I had one lady drop 50 pounds in eight months just adding that one thing to her life. Really? If you don't, yeah. If you don't have enough water in your system, the, your body still needs it for processes for your brain and your cells. Mm -hmm. The first place your body goes is your colon. That's why everybody's impacted because the colon gets dried up and it's supposed to be a, a waste removal system, not a storage tank. So you get impacted because it gets dry. So you need lots of water to keep the digestive tract moving, your lymphatic system moving, your garbage removal system, your brain working. Not having enough water is the difference between hunting around for your keys for 15 minutes or just finding them. You know, it's it lowers interesting. I, lowers IQ. You know, what's interesting is I read that the body's made up of 60% water and the blood 90% water. So I think... Water is kind of important. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Eighty Brains, 80%. Even your bones are 22% water. Yeah. People don't think about these things. So water is so important. So we, we recommend half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified. And if you're in the city, restructured water because the... The high-pressure city pipes will actually coagulate the molecules, make them big, and it's like trying to throw a bowling ball through a chain-link fence, the mm -hmm. chain-link fence being your intestinal tract. So once it's restructured, it goes through the intestinal wall and gets into the bloodstream. So that's really important. Only five less than 5% of people are doing that. Core secret number two is chewing your food until liquefied. This is paramount. If you want to have, again, I learned this at that class, three-and-a-half-hour lecture, internal awareness. If you're not chewing your food well, you're going to end up with fermentation and gut rot and you're overworking yourself. And you have two ducts in your upper mouth and four ducts in your lower mouth that secrete the enzymes amylase and lipase to break down your starches and your fats. 
And those then go into the stomach and that, and then the rest of digestion begins. Um, now your proteins are broken down with pepsin and hydrochloric acid down. So you don't worry about those, but it's so important. And less than 4% of the population is doing this. And what I learned from Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's 80 years old and can do like 30 pull-ups. So I like listening to what he has to say. When you stimulate the meridian points by chewing, you can up your serotonin or your happy juice by up to 500%. Wow. So how many people are depressed today? Yep. Chew your food and you can fight off depression. It's that important. Okay. Core secret number three is now that you've loaded your your digestive tract full of these enzymes, avoid drinking liquids with meals. Because if you drink liquids, even purified, restructured water or beer or wine or whatever, apple juice, you're now going to dilute those digestive enzymes and you go right back to fermentation and gut rot. We don't want that. We want good digestion and a simulation of nutrients. Less than 2% of the population is doing that. So we recommend stop drinking liquid for beginners a half an hour before you eat and then wait an hour before you start drinking liquids again and drink a lot. If you're you know, an Olympic level athlete, or you have stage four something, or you just want to be as healthy as possible, stop drinking liquids an hour before and wait two hours after you eat and then drink a lot. Last one, core secret number four, and less than 1% of the population is doing this, is taking one to two minutes and doing some breath work. Take a big breath in through your nose prior to your meals, and then wait, and then just let it out through your mouth. And what ends up happening is you just repeat that process um, would you say that we have a stressful life today? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> you know, throw COVID on top of an already stressed out society. Yes. And and then and then so your body is thinks a saber-toothed tiger is chasing it, even though you don't. So your adrenals are spiked, your cortisol's up, and the blood has left the organ systems. It's it's packed its bags, it's out to your extremities, your hands and your feet to run or fight. So you can't digest properly if you're stressed out. So you have to take some breath work, bring the blood back into the organ systems, bless your food, thank, be thankful for the people in your life and yourself and the food, and then just consume your food and chew it really well. Wait a couple hours, drink a bunch of water, and, you know, and enjoy your life. Okay, let's see how I did. Okay, water, <laughs> check, one for one. Okay, uh, I do not chew my food till it's liquefied. I'm going to start doing this today. Um, I'm like afraid someone's going to take my food away from me, which is weird. I didn't grow up with any brothers and sisters. So I don't know what the fear is. <laughs> so one for two, uh, then avoid liquids. Now, here's the thing. I read someplace that uh, a Japanese study did this where you should not drink while you're while you're eating. And for me, I have this fear of food getting stuck in my throat. So what I try to do is I only drink like little. I try to think as little as possible, but it's not zero. Uh, well, you're not chewing your food. You got these big chunks going yeah, down. That's your problem. <laughs> pointer. So I'm one for three. And then I do meditate throughout the day, but I never thought about doing the breath work before I eat. So I'm going to give you a commitment and the commitment to my listeners. I'm going to try to consciously do these things the next time I eat. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to actually put this out on an index card. And every time I eat, I'm going to put that right down in front of me. So, I'm, okay, let's do this. Um, and I'm going, to, I'm going to report back to you and let you know how I'm doing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Good for you. And a lot of people have a struggle with it because it's a new habit. So what we have people do, I have people pay me a lot of money to coach them privately. The first thing we do in our onboarding calls is we have them program in their phone during lunchtime. And it says, chew food, avoid liquids, breath, probiotics, enzymes. And then that way, and there's every day for somewhere between 90 and 120 days, even if they haven't started eating yet, or they're in the middle of eating or after they eat, that thing goes, bzz, bzz, and they look down and they see it. And it's like plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. You know, 
everybody knows that's listening and thinking about Alka-Seltzer right now, right? Yep. So why is that? <laughs> you have been programmed. That's why they call it television program. So we use that tool to our advantage and we program ourselves to remember to chew our food and avoid liquids and do the breath and take the probiotics and take the enzymes with the meal. That's that's good point. I'm going to try that. And I will tell you, a lot of people, like I alluded to earlier, say, how can you drink water all the time? Let me tell you something. When I come back from my daily run, there's nothing better to drink than water. Yeah. I, it, it feels so good. Uh, but you got to get good tasting water. So like here in Texas, we have something called Azarka Martin Spring Water. They bring those big five five gallon bottles to us once a month. I don't I can't drink city water. You buy that cheap water at um you know Walmart that's reversed osmosis. There's no taste to it. I, I like the Mountain Spring Water. It tastes good. And you're talking about purified water. You have to pay a little more for it. But it's going to be better for you. So don't buy that cheap crap at, at the local store. Yeah. Spend a little money, get good water, and it'll do your body good. Tim, this has been an absolutely delightful conversation. I learned a lot, and I'm going to, uh, hopefully, my wife, who is also my podcast uh, editor, uh, listen to this episode and see what she has to say about what you say about the toxins of meat. That should be a good conversation. So if you get an email <laughs> from Michelle Struchowski, you'll know that's my wife. So where can we go to find out more about you online? Uh, real simple. They can just go to our website at chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. There's also a link there to my podcast. This is a podcast called The Health Hero Show, where people can find it on all the major platforms. And we put a special discount code together for your listeners. So if they want to go in and try our products, you can get 5% off your first order. Just type in Mark, M-A-R-K, at checkout, and you get 5% off your first order. And a lot of people we have, because we have a lot of products, so the best thing to do is just go to the product section, Click on the savings bundles and then just, you know, pick one that works for you. We got a jumpstart bundle all the way up to the total energy and detox bundle, which is what I personally do on a monthly basis. Wow. Well, you really opened my ears, my Mm -hmm. mind and my eyes. And I really appreciate you being on the show today, Tim. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And just before we go, don't forget to register for my October 16th training, The Power and How of Routines. You can either click the link here in the show notes from this podcast episode, or you can click the banner of my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, Mr productivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.